wish I was above the center of attention, but I'm not. I wish I didn't have to give into the pressure. Hi, welcome to the first episode of Cocktails and Confidants. I am Alex, and I am here with three of my very best friends for life. We are just four ladies who have known each other forever and enjoy cocktails and chatting and would love to invite you guys on the journey with us. So I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. Dixie, would you like to start? I'll start. Hi, my name is Dixie. I'm in my 40s, as Alex said, and I'm married. I have two kids and a whole bunch of fluffy animals in my house. I work in the public sector in the education field. I'm Justine, and I'm also in my 40s, divorced with three kids, and as it turns out, three grandkids already, and an entrepreneur. Um, I seem to always be in school for something, and love yoga and laughter. Hi, everybody. I'm Ronnie. I am the oldest of the bunch, um, mid-40s, and I have three teenagers. I work in healthcare and love these ladies like crazy, closest thing I have to sisters, and I'm just looking forward to lots of fun and laughter. So I'm Alex. I am also in my early 40s. I'm divorced. I have two teenagers. Um, I am also in the public sector, and I am in the criminal justice field. So here we go. All right. So Justine's going to kick us off here. She has a story that she has been dying to share. Well, first, I'd like to talk about this evening's cocktail. Yes, you should. Sorry. It's Um, delicious. Which I have, so what's the word, Um, eloquently named the watermelon refresher. So I soaked some watermelon in Tito's vodka, and then I made a parsley-infused simple syrup, and it's mixed with a little bit of lemonade and club soda, and it is absolutely amazing. It is, and you can find the recipe on our Instagram page. Yes. Along with some great photos. Mm -hmm. We also had a great dinner tonight, and when we were preparing for our premiere episode, um, funny story, I might have been in the restroom and noticed on my big toe that it appeared that I had developed a blister that I had no clue where it came from and it didn't hurt. I was a little surprised by that. Fear not, it was actually a piece of watermelon (laughs) from the watermelon (laughs) refresher. So we are getting this party started right (laughs) Right off the very beginning. So <laughs> definitely enjoy. Exactly. Oh definitely uh, give this recipe a try. Justine did a stellar job. She has um, really set the bar high as our premier mixologist. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So um, as a warning here, this is um, very adult content. And so... If that does not interest you or could potentially be offensive, you might want to tune out just about now. So Friday evening was um, the full moon, and it was a 
very nice time outside as well, and we were having a great night together, and, um, well, I decided that some oral sex was in order. I know. That's fair. (laughs) And um, let's just say he got a little aggressive towards the end, and... um, It happens. (laughs) You're that good. You're that good. I kind of tried to back off a little, but I wasn't fast enough, and so with his final thrust... I began to gag, and then immediately, <laughs> I can't even, so I go, I, I'm like, and then I go, oh, God, I'm puking. Oh, my gosh. That is an evening ruiner. <laughs> so, so I managed to catch the majority of it in my hand, so it wasn't very much. Why? However... Wait, did you catch the puke or the the puke? Oh, well, okay. I mean, there was a, it was a, a mi- mixture. It was a mixture. Okay, but um, so I I wish I could it, see my face. Right is now. that called perm then? <laughs> <laughs> so, puke and sperm together. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so to give it some context, I was sitting in a chair and he was standing up. So like, okay. But we were outside. You no. Yeah. We, at this point, we had moved indoors. Oh, why are you catching it? I'm thinking it's still outside. Let that no, shit hit but, the ground. <laughs> But he he managed to uh, wear a little. Bit. Oh my god! Oh well, you know that's that's really funny. It, it was worth it. I bet. I think that sometimes it's just you know the nature of the beast, right? I mean, shit happens sometimes. So perm 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 perm. When I was pregnant with my oldest, um, me and my ex husband had been at the bar, and I ate like. A ridiculous amount of, of wings. <laughs> and then we went home and I also performed oral sex, but gagged and ended up throwing up. And so I was relaying this story minus the oral sex part to my mom the next day. So I'm like, yeah, I ate a ridiculous amount of wings. And then I went home and threw up and she's like, oh my God, did you choke on a bone? <laughs> well, I kind of did. <laughs> I'm like, you have no idea how accurate that is. So, you know, with the mixture of wings, I, I'm I'm interested in what kind of sauce was on those wings because I can imagine if they were buffalo spicy wings, that could have caused a little heat down south. Well, I did it after I was done. It didn't like actually happen during the course of it. I managed, he didn't end up wearing it. Yeah, he didn't wear it. I managed to maintain. No, I'm talking about hot wing sauce that, you know how your lips stay hot and spicy he didn't complain okay just because you know like when we eat spicy food (laughs) and we look at each other and we have like that look in our eye and then one of us says my lips are on fire yeah and it feels so good yes and I love it and then we sing my lips are on fire that's accurate we do that (laughs) or we say my lips really hurt Chapstick. Let's hurt real <laughs> Give me some chapstick. Okay. Yes. So we might talk like Napoleon Dynamite from time to time, and we hope that that's okay with you. Feel free to join along with us. Yeah. When we say a phrase that should be spoken like Napoleon Dynamite, feel free to correct us in your car or on the treadmill or wherever it is that you're listening. <laughs> Speaking of treadmill. Oh. oh, my gosh. So over the quarantine... I've been eating and sitting and feeling like I need to do something. So I downloaded an app. 
that said couch to 5k oh yeah oh i'm familiar i, I did the none to run <laughs> no last non year to run that's that sounds about right so yeah. today was my first day so i put my little app on put it with my music and i headed out and my little trainer said five minute warm-up so i'm walking feeling good and then she said let's run <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> it's like, day one. I, I thought we were going to ease into this. I thought this. maybe we could ease into this. <laughs> right? And it was just like, um, listen, I need a quarantine to couch app <laughs> and then a couch to 5K or like a coma to couch. Okay. Oh my body was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. Nobody's chasing you, Dixie. <laughs> Sit back oh, down on the couch up. and have some ice cream. Exactly. So what's the premise of the couch to 5K? What is like the end goal? No, no. I mean, so I did none to run. Legitimately did that last year. Uh, my goal was to run a 5K before I turned 40 last year. last summer so I'm just wondering if it's very similar so you did a five-minute warm-up and then how long did you have to run (laughs) well she wanted me to run (laughs) for a minute really a Um, whole minute that's like 60 seconds I know that's what she said (laughs) oh gosh so I really there was a point in time 10 you know like 10 years ago that I lost a lot of weight you guys remember and I was running, and I really enjoyed it. So I guess the thing was like, huh, I need running. (laughs) I really want to enjoy it, but I just don't. Yeah. So I just was like, I got to get doing something. So if this person is telling me what to do, good. Yeah. It really turns out, though, that breathing is not as overrated as one might think. (laughs) (laughs) Not that important. Yeah. So when I run, I can't breathe, and I'm like, well... Yeah, I feel like they those apps are are nice, especially like you said, Alex, to create something you know with your end goal in mind, like for your situation. But I don't think that they incorporate all of the things that are necessary when it comes to preparing. So I, th- I feel like they should do like, all right. So if you have boobs, if you have extra skin, right? If you have extra weight. Here's some things that you should do to keep yourself comfortable, get yourself ready for this before the sure. first day comes. Well, and they're like, okay, bitch, run, run, run one minute, run, run, run. Yeah. So the none to run is 30 seconds of running okay. to two minutes of walking for the first, maybe it might actually be two weeks. I don't remember, but it's pretty decent once, you know don't have shin splints and you don't feel like you're going to fall down and die. I might feel like you would want to sit back on the couch, delete the couch to 5k (laughs) and move on to Alex's suggestion of none to run. Well, well maybe, maybe. Or maybe just even ease into it with a couple weeks of walking yeah. regularly and increase your pace with that. And that's and what I did. I just walked and I swung my arms like okay. a mall, mall walker. Yes. And I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and my trainer was like, let's try running. And I'm like, bitch, no. I will die. I will die. Yeah, I mean, I, I was seriously that girl who was like, if I'm running, you should run because there is bad shit happening behind me. <laughs> but I ran a 5K. So. Yeah, you did. You did. And I remember I got 
today, you know, I got the notification that you had finished a warm a workout on my product that I wear on my wrist. And I thought, good for Dixie. I'm sitting here on the couch, unfortunately not eating, but working remotely at this point and wishing that I had been out working out with you. I was probably on the couch. Minus the running. (laughs) Figured I needed to get ready for my summer bod. Well, I agree. And we just got word yesterday that our gym is finally reopening. Oh, But, you know, we do group classes, and group classes will be limited to 10 people. You know those people are going to be, like, boxing to get in the door. You have to make reservations the day before. The day before. I have to decide the day before if I want to get up at 4.30. No. Um, That's a big negative for me. (laughs) Ghost writer. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how we're going to play that, but that was, like, my accountability was group classes. Mm -hmm. So... And I love the group classes too. Um, our the gym that I belong to has been doing them via Zoom, mm. and I tried that one day, but I couldn't get my phone Zoom app to mirror on my TV. Sure, and so it was extremely difficult for me to follow along, especially with the content of the class I was trying to take, and I just gave up. But I didn't fully give up. Then I went on like. I think a two or three mile walk. So I didn't fully give up, but I didn't get quite the workout that I was anticipating. Sure. I'm still waiting for uh, Justine to host a yoga class for us. Me too. Hey, it was supposed to happen in Galena last summer. It was. I even bought mats from TJ Maxx. You did? Mm -hmm. What color are they? Well, I returned them all because we never did yoga. How did I miss this memo? Where were we doing yoga? We did go for a long walk with a heavy stroller. We did. And a case and of a water. Case of water. <laughs> That's we cardio. Did, we did Check. not think you that know what? through. Do you want to know what my favorite part of that walk was? Me carrying the case of water on my head? Um, my second favorite <laughs> oh. part. <laughs> what? When Justine told me that she was proud of how little my ass was. Yes. And you oh. know what? I need to find those fucking leggings because <laughs> I need to wear them all day, every day, because it's not feeling very tiny I these said, days. I said, your butt looks so tiny, and she turned and looked at Suey, and Suey. She turned and looked at Alex, <laughs> and and Alex looked right back at her and said, she's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, no one has ever used my butt and tiny in a sentence before. True story. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah, well, Ronnie, your butt does look good in those. I know, because I've walked with you. Those leggings... <sighs> Do something. They do. Lift you up and... Well, the thing is, is, you know, I don't know if you've seen them lately. I'm going to rip my freaking room apart and find those sons of bitches when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I don't know. If I have another water bowl and refresher, (laughs) it might have to wait till tomorrow. Well, you know, tomorrow works too. On the accountability note, um, I was just talking the other day about how I keep telling myself, like, if I... If I'm able to move on from this business and I move away and I don't have so many people vying for my time and attention and things like that, that I will begin doing all the things again, like a daily yoga practice and walking. And it. And then I was in the shower a day or two ago and I was thinking to myself, that has nothing to do with it. Because if I don't have good boundaries here right. and... 
the commitment to myself to complete these things, moving to the islands isn't going to change that. Right. I mean, there there may be some level of boredom that motivates me since I won't know anybody, but... I'm bored every day, and I still sit on the couch and play Candy Crush. Right. Well, I, I mean... That is something I've never played. Don't do it. Okay. I haven't either. I'll take your word for it. But so, it, so anyways, it was just making me think, like, what is the block that's happening? Sure. And what can I do to, to move beyond that? Well, I mean, along with the accountability piece, which I totally respect the point that you're making, I also want you, as we often try to do as a foursome, is to remind each other of the importance of being kind to ourselves. Yeah. And so I also want to just remind you that you are dealing with uh, an injury, so you can't set yourself these expectations for yourself if you're dealing with something that is beyond your control, like an injury. And so make your strides to get better, recover from that injury, and then take that step when you're literally able to to do that, whether it be walking um, or yoga. And, you know, you'll you'll be able to tell with your own body when it's – appropriate for you to make the next step the next modification to move on Mm -hmm. but even with that being said I mean a daily yoga practice could consist of many many things that true sorry many things that don't necessarily require me to um have any weight bearing on on that particular knee right now I don't know I think some of it for me and the accountability or just like I have time. Like my kids don't need me like right. little kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's drink to that. Right. <laughs> no diapers. Yeah. I'm on Zoom meetings and I hear these little kids like throwing their toys across the room and then they say, Ronnie, where are your kids? They're still sleeping. Oh, it's eleven thirty. Yeah, yes. they're teenagers. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. I won't see them for a while yet, and I'm perfectly fine with that because they're not upsetting my day. Yeah. So yeah. I think some of it for me is getting back into a mindset of taking care of myself because I don't have anybody else to take care of, and that's been so hard. Like it shouldn't be as yeah. hard as it is. But I have struggled throughout the whole quarantine because I really had so much more Me too. time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I, you know, you guys know how wonky right. my schedule got. I, I have zero excuses for that. And I didn't. You know, everybody's like, oh, you should set goals. Really good idea. I suck at that. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I understand the right. power behind it. I'm just not good at it. So I really feel like that's where your confidence, your friends for life come in because – One thing that you need to know about Dixie listeners is (laughs) she is so agreeable to whatever adventure we come up with. This is so true. So, for example, (laughs) Justine had found this um, glow-in-the-dark paddleboard activity that she registered all of us for. It was in a river. In a river. (laughs) The in lake, the dark. Lake, it, it was on the lake. Oh, on the lake. Lake Michigan? No. Pewaukee. Oh. <laughs> and, there, and she agreed to it, which 
I'm not going to lie, kind of, ex- it surprised me in the beginning how agreeable she was. And as it got closer, I kept kind of anticipating that phone call or that text message saying, I'm not so sure about this. And it never came. And I thought, all right, you know, this is a new year for Dixie. She's, you know, just ready to go. I'm really impressed with her. And as the date got closer and it was easy enough for us to predict based on the local meteorologists that the weather was probably not going to be agreeable to this activity, Dixie let the true colors come out. (laughs) And those true colors were... Thank God it's raining. (laughs) Because... She, I think, said something along the lines of, and you know, I'm paraphrasing, of course. I was not looking forward to getting it on the fucking dark water in the dark and glow in the dark, what, with a paddle, and what if I fell over, and I don't know what's living in that water, and it's going to be murky and gross, and then I'm going to be wet, and then I'm going to be pissed. And I always think I'm an adventurous person. You always say yes. Yep. Because I want to experience things, but then when I then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm happy to experience things from just looking at them. Like some things, I really could just look at and be like, I'm going to watch you do it. I'm going to be so happy that you did it for you. But well, I don't you want totally to cheer us on the whole entire right. time. Oh, yeah. I, the snorkeling experience is the perfect thing. So I went, went on a honeymoon. <laughs> Everybody talked about how, oh, you have to go snorkeling. Oh, you have to snorkel. Where would you guys go again? Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Which, if you go, just so you know, if you go to Puerto Vallarta in July, it's the rainy season. The water, very cloudy. <laughs> very cloudy. Good to know. FYI, our travel agent did yeah. not tell us that. Well, travel tip. Right. <laughs> so... Friends of mine, other friends who had gone snorkeling, they're like, oh, you you know, you walk out, blah, blah, blah. It's so nice. You look, you put your face in the water, and you see. Like, okay, I'm ready for this. They got us on a boat, and they took us out into the, the ocean. ocean, the Pacific Ocean. And then they started sprinkling little breadcrumbs so that the fish would come up so we could see the fish. And in the bus ride the tour guide was showing us pictures of the fish and he's got this little fish book and oh angel fish and I'm like yep I know what those are I've seen those like all the fish that I've seen them I've seen them in aquariums or in little tanks I know what these fish are I wasn't prepared for ocean size angel fish (laughs) so a Big. Are these to scale? Oh <laughs> Objects in your mirror are yeah, larger than they appear. In the travel book are much smaller. <laughs> so I, the breadcrumbs attract the fish, and there is a school of them, and they are humongous, and you don't see them because the water is murky until they're right up at the surface. Oh. And I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, big, big fucking fish. Like, and then he, he told us about jellyfish. And so then I'm like, huh, jellyfish. Those things hurt. <laughs> There's this big rock that's kind of far, but it's sort of choppy water. And I'm thinking, what if I swim and get hit like into that rock? Like, that's bad. This is a big old rock. So all the people start plunking out, going into the water to swim and swim and swim. And plink, 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 little kids 
joyously jump into the ocean. (laughs) And I'm sitting there and it's like the boat driver and my husband looking at me and nobody else is left on the boat. And I just said, honey, please, please don't be mad at me. He's like, what? Just, just go in. (laughs) And I got in the water and I, I freaked out and I was like, get me in the boat, get me back in the boat. (laughs) And this poor boat captain was trying to pull this gringa up and get me in the boat. And I just said, honey, please don't be mad at me. Here's my underwater camera. You can go without me. I'm okay. I'll sit in here. And I sat in that boat and he swam around and he took pictures and I was so happy to be on that damn boat. (laughs) I'm not as adventurous as I thought. The ocean, I really tried. I did. I really tried. And I was perfectly happy to sit in the boat. <laughs> well, remember the time we went in Mexico? When you were roofied? Well, yes. She was roofied. It was the next day. But um, <laughs> I I couldn't get off the boat either. They eventually, they they literally pushed me off the boat. Yeah, that was not that cool. Why did they no, do that to you? And I, I, I wondered... What are y'all doing? That yeah. you have to get all the people off the boat. Right. <laughs> I was fine once I was in, though. But I couldn't. I, like, literally could not. And I have done that with bunches of stuff. We were in Mexico one time at Shell Ha, which is, like, a natural water park. And there's all kinds of stuff everywhere. And uh, one of the things was, though, there was a rope swing. So you had to hike on this trail, and there's a rope swing out into... I don't know if it's a tidal pool or something like that. And I stood there with that rope. It had to be 20 minutes. And finally, I just, like, I mean, I got a line of people behind me. And I want to do it so Mm -hmm. bad, and I cannot make myself do it. And I finally just let the rope go. And no sooner did I step to the side, this, like, 12-year-old comes running out like motherfucking Tarzan. (laughs) And takes the rope, like, in full stride. I mean, (laughs) and I was like, okay, just not that person. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not either. It's, and I really, I want to be, I want to, but then I'm like, scared, I'm scared. Like, I don't know why I think I'm not going to be scared. I'm a pretty cautious person when I sit back and think about it. I don't know why I have this idea that I could just get on that paddleboard and just be like, I've never done that I've before. I've never done that before either. Like, mm. So, same. I had never done it before, too. I was nervous. I was also nervous about the falling off piece because, you know, Justine and I have had this conversation about how we love the beach and, you know, when we're talking about different trips that we want to go on, we talk about how we really love the beach and natural water and the ocean and how it's so much better for our internal pH than the chlorinated <laughs> waters. Correct. And I completely agree with that. Support it. Buy into it. Whatever you want to call it. But when it comes down to it, sometimes if I can't see the bottom... Or, like in the infamous trip to Mexico, I see something swimming at me that could potentially sting me. That kind of changes my outlook on things. And so I think we all have 
very rational fears. And when, I'm not going to lie, when we were planning on the paddle boat, again, it sounded like something fun, (laughs) adventurous, and hey, you know, I'm going to be with my girls, we're going to have a great time. But I was pretty nervous, like, all right, is this paddle board going to be able to hold me up? What if I tip over and I get stuck in the muck? Yeah, I'm not going to be a fan of that. And then something swing swims past me, and I'm going to be screaming. And then, so I had those thoughts too. Alex. And so I think what we can do. What? Did you have any of those thoughts? No, I didn't. So I think I, what I we was can nervous do, about never having done it before. Yeah, but, but I s- fall in the water all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big. A deal. It's what we do. I fall in the water when I'm kayaking. I fall in the water when I'm hiking. I pretty much fall in the water no matter what I'm doing. Well, and I would never suggest that we do something that puts you guys in danger. So, right. So the first thing is the boards are super stable. They're not like um, what I would consider like more of a professional thing where these people are really strong and they've been doing this for a while. They're very wide. They're very heavy. And you could stay on your knees. You could even sit on your butt and do it. And the other thing is... Now it's more my speed. <laughs> the water is warm because it's an inland lake. And it's, you know, it's relatively far west from where we are. And... And it was supposed to be in, like, July, right? Yeah. Like, yep. So... And um, it's a very sandy bottom. So right along the shoreline, you have, like, a lot of weeds, like, grassy stuff. I've fallen in. It's happened out there. She survived. During paddleboard yoga. She's still here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go on Sunday for paddleboard yoga, at least one person falls in every week. And we cheer them on when they get back on their board. <laughs> like, And you just go on. It's yeah. not even a big deal. Because the water where, where you go on them is How do like, you get out there? It's like six feet deep. You paddle. You can't just paddle. Oh. So you get on your board from the dock. Okay. And they are very helpful about it. I was going to say, that sounds a little sketch. <laughs> what do you mean? Just getting trying on the board. to, like, get off of the dock onto a board. Oh, sounds so sketchy. they hold right. it for you, and they tell sketchy you. Sketchy and slippery. They yes. tell you to, um, so you sit on your butt. And just scoot. And you kind of scoot to the edge, and then basically come down one knee at a time. Sure. And then they hand you your paddle and kind of give you okay. a little push off. So make no mistake, I might have had all of those thoughts, but I was still really excited to do it. Yeah. And I completely trust that you wouldn't suggest something to me that you didn't think I could emotionally and physically <laughs> handle. Well, um, but I, I did have those little bits of fear just because I wasn't familiar with the body of water. And even if it's the middle of the day and I'm out on a boat, we had this conversation the other day too. If I'm going to jump into the water, it's either going to be to jump into a, a tube with a cocktail handed Word. to me, mm-hmm. or it's going to be I'm going to jump into the water and we're so deep that my feet aren't going to touch the bottom. And then I'm going to get on the tube and ask for the cocktail. Right. <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of water lover I am. And I do love to, you know, more than just float, I do love to swim and do those things too. Um so, you know, maybe we put it back on our list and we think of that might be Maybe our we should Goonies do it in the adventure. daytime the first time. 
Maybe right. do a daytime one and see but, how comfortable you feel. But I'm not graduated to the yoga yet. No, no. no I okay. just meant just, <laughs> just we can just rent them. Okay, we can do like an hour at a time. Yeah. Sign or, me up. Are you good, Dixie? Uh, daytime. Can we count you in? They're daytime open panel? already. Dang, this is well, a lot of pressure. Well, think you about can think it. about it. All right, I mean, but I totally get. I mean, we were when we were in Florida, we did a charter dive, and I had never done something like that before, and so we were in the Gulf. And it was supposed to be three dives in various places. And the first one went fine. I'm kind of a knucklehead anyways. So as an adult, I've developed this bizarre anxiety that didn't previously exist. So um, we did a three-dive charter. And the first one went really well. And then we got to the second location. And the wind had picked up. And the waves were pretty cray. And so when you dive off a boat, they put down... A, a line that is essentially like your guide. So you're supposed to jump in the water, swim over to that line, and then descend to the bottom or to whatever mm-hmm. depth you're descending to on that line. Holy shit. <laughs> I jumped in and immediately, like, the current took me, like, the waves ripped my snorkel off, oh my and gosh. I was in, like, full-on panic. panic. Like, Mr. Alex had to come and swim me back to the boat. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I definitely sat that one out. I was the only person on the boat except for the, you know, the the captain of the boat. But, you know, sometimes I have to, like, remind myself that I am probably my own worst enemy when it comes to things like that. Like the last time that we dove, <clears throat> we dove in Inland Lake, very clear lake, very calm lake. And I had a panic attack underwater. And, of course, we're with a bunch of other people who dive very well. Yeah. And I just, like, lost it and just shot up to the surface. And he didn't even realize I was gone for a few minutes. And then, of course, you know, he's like, That's well, bad. well, I mean, we weren't <laughs> Well, super- no, but for him it, down there, too. Well, it could be bad panic. depending on your depth. I mean – we were not deep enough that you got it, the shakes. Or yeah, whatever. it was it was not deep enough for it to be an issue. But I felt really stupid, and I've actually never gone since. So what happened was I convinced myself, despite the fact that I was breathing through a regulator, that I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So of course he's yeah. like, "Baby, I can't. think that would cause anybody anxiety." But right? I can breathe. I am breathing, and right. I'm breathing, but it feels weird. Right. So, so I just. For me, I feel like if I want to be adventurous, because I do, I want to experience things. That's yeah. the thing where I'm like, okay, I want to experience things. Water things make me very anxious. So doing other things like beach yoga, all right, sure, right, I'll try it. Well, yeah. Or if I have, you know, a little manageable life flotation device. Sure. Because I'm not, the, I'm not a very strong swimmer. I am an excellent floater, but not a strong <laughs> swimmer. Um, so that's the thing, too, is it's just like water's never been my thing. Yeah. But, you know. I bet with this paddleboard experience, I bet that you can have a life jacket if you request one. But I wouldn't want it to be like a bulky thing. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't want it to be like, that lady's Should we really get you some scared. water wings? Or... <laughs> Those aren't very bulky. <laughs> attached to my arms only a, a life vest is provided and you can wear it or you can just like set it on your board because if you start to fall 
it's not like it's going to be so crazy that you don't have time to grab onto that. And at least you can hold on to it. Got it. Well, I'll think about it. Okay. That's fair. We'll definitely um, be... You'll be holding me to it. I know. Looking into it. (laughs) Well, don't you think our listeners are going to want to hear the... uh, outcome the outcome of this i'm sure they will but like i said i want to hear the story i was gonna say you know there will be at least one hilarious story that comes out of this choose something land-based for me first that's all i'm saying we did that already we did the wine walk yes we did the wine that's true that's true we did the wine walk and now you know i need to know audience i need to know what kind of footwear that i should be wearing how warm should i be dressed i need to be able to plan ahead because otherwise i'm dixie likes details (laughs) yeah she likes I to feel plan. that though. I really do. I mean, I'm a little bit like a toddler when you change up my schedule. Probably. Yeah. People get annoyed by that. But I just feel like I don't want to be in the elements and be cold. Oh, well, that's right. the story or of my life. What? <laughs> Without the proper stuff. I just, yeah. like, if I have the stuff, I want to have my stuff so sure. that I can be protected from nature so (laughs) speaking for myself it is never annoying to me i i find it an endearing quality of yours and so sometimes you ask questions and i'm thinking well shit i guess i didn't ask the right questions because i'm not really prepared either so it helps me kind of maybe take a step back and realize that i need to plan a little bit better but, you know, sometimes you just have that survival kit and, yeah. you sometimes know, you hopefully somebody will have something. Maybe our land-based adventure could start with the paranormal forest. Oh. The paranormal forest. Alex. Yeah. It doesn't have to be overnight, but maybe at dusk. Yeah, we could do that. Maybe we'll run into Doug. Doug. In uh, <laughs> the portal. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a story. <laughs> <sighs> it is. It might have to wait for another day. I don't know how long the story of Doug. Yeah, that is definitely a longer story. We'll have to do maybe devote like half of an episode just right. to that story. But it is certainly interesting. It is. We have the best So stories. as you can imagine, because we mentioned we've been friends for some decades here, we have gone through a lot of world events, pop culture, and the like. And when we are kind of reminiscing about some of the past adventures that we've planned, but have not been able to complete due to weather or what what other situation presented itself. Um, I think Dixie <laughs> referenced the Goonies, <laughs> and I thought it was a perfect, uh, an absolutely perfect reference um, and kind of an analogy because I think your exact words were something along the lines of, "Remember the movie The Goonies? Uh, yeah, of yeah. course I do." Bitches of power. Um, I'm thinking, Rocky okay, where is, she, where is she going with this? But then what did you say to me? You said not everybody was on board with that adventure at the end, or in the beginning, but at the end, everybody had stronger relationships. They mm-hmm. developed trust with each other. They had a really great time. They found a treasure. I mean, we can't promise treasure. that treasure. All, <laughs> that all of our... <laughs> all of our uh, adventures are going to end in treasure, um, other than the treasure of the experience. Our friendship is a um, treasure. It is. Um, I'm starting to like 
treasure. Started singing <laughs> Bruno Mars. But anyway, um, back to Goonies. Goonies, um, adventure. So, so we'll just, I guess, channel our inner Goonie um, when we're paddle boarding. Oh. Or doing our <laughs> or doing our land adventure, our, our paranormal hike, or right? Par- yeah. Thank you, thank you, Alex. I'm like, dang it, we're back in the water. Now we're out of the water. Too far, guys. Too I far. Thought, I thought she heard me. You're not listening. You don't really hear. Yeah, we'll start there. I do think about the Goonies because it starts on land and then at the end they're they in have, water. They have to get it to that pirate ship. They have to swim, and I'm like, oh man. Spoiler alert for Sorry, anybody who hasn't seen, seen the, the Goonies. Goonies. It, get out from under your rock. Right? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Do the shuffle truffle or truffle, truffle shuffle. shuffle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I could do that probably. I certainly could. <laughs> my, my, my belly is wiggly enough for that. <laughs> Wiggle it. Just oh, oh yeah. nice. <laughs> now we want to go to the club. The club. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, what do you think, ladies? I feel like we've done a great job with yeah. this. All right. Well, we're excited to try this new adventure, and we are definitely excited to have you guys along for the ride. So on behalf of the confidants. Here's the, to good cocktails. And good friends. Mm-hmm. Check us out and tell your friends. Maybe enjoy the cocktails with your confidence as you listen. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.